A reading from the book of Exodus. In those days, God delivered all these commandments. I, the Lord, am your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that place of slavery. You shall not have other gods besides me. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave unpunished the ones who take his name in vain. Remember to keep holy the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, that you may have a long life in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male or female slave, nor his ox or ass, nor anything else that belongs to him. The word of the Lord. The psalm response. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eye. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true, all of them just. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. They are more precious than gold, than a heap of purest gold, sweeter also than syrup or honey from the comb. Lord, you have the words of everlasting life. A reading from 1 Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those who are called, Jews and Greeks alike, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. The word of the Lord. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him might have eternal life. A reading from the Gospel of John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area 
with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of scripture, zeal for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the words Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them all and did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. The Gospel of the Lord. How do we testify to human nature? What is human nature exactly? What makes us human? Is it our emotions, feelings, our perception, or interpretation of the natural world? Is it the body we possess or the life we live? It is so moving to remember that our life is a gift from God, given to us freely, just as he gave us the Ten Commandments to help us navigate through life, much like the Jewish people were navigated through the desert to the Promised Land, we too follow these commandments as a covenant on a pathway to heaven. Not only are we given these gifts freely, but God gave us his only son so that we might have life in him. Through him and through his love, we are led to the cross and to eternal salvation. In today's gospel, we see God through Christ as a man, acting on his human nature in the temple. It is not his anger which defines him as human, but his expression of himself as the God incarnate man, which confirms his union with human beings. All four of the gospel writers talk about this time in Jesus' life, but only John tells the story as passionately and as early in Jesus' ministry. John tells us that Jesus, almost in the style of Indiana Jones, makes a whip and lashes out at these people who are making profit in the temple. After he has driven them all out of the holy place and rests in his authority, he prophesied his death and resurrection. He tells us he will rebuild the temple in three days, and many began to believe. How can we turn the tables in our own lives? Is it our nature to resist the word of God and follow our own paths? Are we focused on material possessions or control? 
Do we treat our bodies as gifts from God, as temples of his own creation? We can learn from human wisdom and human strength, and in our brokenness call on Christ, crucified for us, knowing our God is wiser, stronger. We turn to his words of everlasting life. Today, we can turn the table and we can begin to rebuild through Christ. Mm -hmm.